You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to the My Top 5 podcast, where it's our duty to disagree with personal preference. I am your host, Fleur Shomo. I'm your co-host, Luke Shomo. We're already laughing. This is a good start. <laughs> we got a guest laughing right off the bat, which is what I like. Yeah. We need more of that. Yeah, we do. How, how, how are you, Fleur? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Um, I just got back from the, uh, a festival yesterday, strangely enough, which is a music fest. A music festival. Were? So weird to be at. Did you perform? Yeah. I did I perform no <laughs> yeah I got my ukulele out I'm so good at it no I can't play instruments for shit um it was the incarceration festival which took place in Ohio um, <laughs> that's a real name that's a real name it spelled very badly with ink at the beginning because I think there was tattoos on sites is it like uh, a tattoo festival too I was wondering about oh, that. yeah oh so it takes place really? it takes place <laughs> <laughs> I guess in disbelief takes place actually at the prison that uh, Shawshank was filmed at which is just north uh. of where we live in Columbus Ohio um and I think it's kind of new it is a Danny Wimmer fest now I think he took over it um and uh, it was very surreal to be back at a festival. Obviously, like, Master won the entire time, except for when they were on stage. But obviously, I still have mine on. Um, but, um, yeah, just just unbelievable, really. Our guest that I'm going to introduce now, Mr. Joel Birch, um, it, you're obviously stuck in Australia right now because you are an Australian. Um, is I am, the, yeah. Is the thought of a festival just mind-blowing to you right now? We, we actually played a festival. Um, what was it? Ages ago, I can't many, remember. Many when it years was. ago, <laughs> it was it was this it was this year, but I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was in May. I don't know. Okay, but um, yeah, that was weird. And I mean, we thought it was going to be cancelled all the way up to the yeah. day of the festival. But um, <clears throat> yeah, pretty weird. Um, seeing some funny stuff from Americans on socials telling us uh, that there's like re-education camps happening here, and um, what? Yeah, also, yeah, what? yeah. As in, yeah. like, Americans think, are just uh, guessing what's happening in your country? No, I think they're, like, getting their information, like, third-hand with the first-hand info coming from Fox News. Oh, so, uh, okay. Well, yeah, that tracks. That, yes. that tracks. Yeah. Like That's basically third-hand right off the bat when you start with that well, being your first-hand. I mean, it's just, it's just really made up, so it's, like, but there, that's the first instance, and then I guess that goes on Facebook, and then it gets interpreted by someone, and then it gets uh, put on our socials, yeah. Oh, um, man. It's a nice filtered product oh, yeah. you've got there, yeah. Oh, bro, I'm, I'm uh, at my wit's end. Yeah. Um, you are, you're in a lockdown again currently, aren't you, or no? I'm, I'm not, no. So okay. where I live, um, I'll show you. Oh. Look at that. Oh, I'm so jealous. It's beautiful. Look at that view. Yeah, so I I live in like a, a town um, called Coolong now, but I live I live in a in an area called the Sunshine Coast, and it's like we're about an hour and forty from Brisbane, from the city. Uh, so we have only experienced like four weeks of lockdown in the last sort of eighteen months. Oh, mm. okay, wow. 
Yeah, so even when the city to our south gets locked down, sometimes we often don't get it. So you have so a bit more freedom. Possible. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. And that's okay. When we, get, when we get locked down, because the you're allowed to exercise and we live at the beach, it's not much of a lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> Tough life. <laughs> it's not so it bad. Doesn't actually, it like doesn't actually change our life one bit because you're allowed to grocery shop and go to the beach. So. Which is the only two <laughs> things I'd ever do, to be honest. <laughs> pretty much all we do. So. Yeah. I'm a, it's not I'm so a, bad. I'm a huge Australia lover. I absolutely love that yeah. place. So it doesn't sound yeah. so bad if you're stuck at the beach. Obviously, the music has taken a hit badly, but the, at least you've got the beach, yeah, you know. Yeah. You've, got, you've got to think of these things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, there's, you know, silver linings. I've, I've had... You know, almost two years of every day with my kids and wife, so that's good. It's not so bad. Um, it's not so bad, but, you know, there's always a flip side. Yeah, you're ready to get back at it. So um, yeah. you are, you've been in Amateur Affliction since about 2004, which is a very long time. It's you a guys good have, run. Yeah, it's a great run. You guys have, like, seven albums. Your latest came out in January in yep. 2020. Um, did you release time. it? and? Perfect time. Yeah, I, I was going to say, that's <laughs> premium right there. You could not have chosen a better release, dude. No, all the, all the album tours have been fantastic. They've just been popping up. The cycle's excellent. been crazy. It's, just it's been so crazy, nuts. man. I can't, I'm man. so tired. You wish it would slow down. <laughs> just yeah. relax a little bit. Um, obviously, the world did go to shit after you did release that. Yeah. Was was that like something that was a bit hard to come to terms with, or were you were you just like this will only be a couple of months, or were you like me, were um, you like this is going to go on forever? Because I had a doomsday thought from the beginning, really. Well, I thought a year. I was like, yeah, one year will be it'll be all good, and I was kind of, we were all really burnt out at the time, and it was actually like pretty good timing um to be forced to slow down yeah but we all thought six to 12 months you know and then after a few months it was pretty clear that uh we were doomed (laughs) yeah yeah and then but then it was like you know 18 months seems reasonable and um so we had our hopes up for this year and uh australia is a backwards country with backwards leaders and we've done America in reverse. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we um avoided it and then obviously you can't avoid it forever and, and now we're sort of facing the consequences. Yeah. Um, you do yeah. also have your, like, you are an illustrator slash kind of graphic, is it graphic design? Yeah, or is yeah. It, yeah, on the side. Uh, so you've... I have a lot of hats. <laughs> a lot going on. Um, so yeah. you've been able to do that um, while, while you've been at home. So is that, well, obviously yeah. you really enjoy that. So has that been fun to dive a bit more into um, that? Yeah, I, I mean, I did a lot of that last year and then this year I haven't actually done anything because uh, <laughs> just miserable. <laughs> Fuck, it. Fuck it. If you're listening, this is going to be yeah. a really cheery podcast, guys. It's going to be fun, guys. That's Come on, so here good. we go. Do some stretches. It's, it's going to be a good ride. It's like a predictably positive topic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of positivity to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about something else. You have enlisted, you said to me, at the School of Criminology and Law at USC. Um, 
Yes. So you said to me you've changed that to international relations recently. I um, have. I have. Yeah. Tell us a bit about why you're, you're into that stuff. Uh, well, I think like a lot of people, I guess it started here in Australia in 2006. We had a um, an election coming up to get rid of like one of the most heinous um, PMs we've ever had. We had John Howard and. Um, much like Blair, he was like a, a warmongering, refugee-hating neoliberal. And so, you know, it was everyone was excited to get him out. And then the following year in, 20, in 2007, America had Obama campaigning. And I was like, wow, a black president, everything's going to change. And uh, nothing changed anywhere <laughs> in Australia or America or Britain. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, I just started reading and reading and reading and reading. And then when the pandemic hit, I just needed something to do. And so I sat like a, um, an entrance exam for, for uni and applied for law. And I got in and was, I didn't realize I, I had um, applied for starting last year in the second semester. And when I got my results, I started uni three weeks later. So it was Jeez. surprise. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So then I, I started my law degree and I did um, – I was doing criminology as well, um, looking to sort of get into criminal law, um, mainly into defence, like criminal defence, because – um, I grew up really poor and then I was homeless and I've had like super bad experiences with police and blah, blah, blah. The whole system's racist, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do this. And, and it, I think just the stress of the pandemic got a bit too much with the stress of law and yeah. politics is something that I'm interested in and I can sort of, I don't want to say cruise, but I don't have to. I don't have the same stress levels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, while studying. Yeah. Um, I mean that makes sense. I, I I know that you're very outspoken online and stuff, and obviously it's it's important. So I'm I'm not surprised that you made that switch to that. It is nice yeah. that you wanted to kind of do the law aspect to try and help make a change. You know. Um, yeah. So I'm. I will do that whenever the band's finished. Mm. Yeah. Just because there's there's no way um, at my age, I mean, it's possible but improbable to come out and actually practice right. um, in criminal law and be able to give people sort of the defence they deserve. So yeah. I was gunning, gunning more towards like um, consultation and outreach. So just doing free legal outreach mm. in in sort of poorer areas and giving, That's awesome. wow. giving That's young, awesome. giving young, yeah, giving young people some legal tools. So giving them a guide, like, yeah. because when you're young, you think, you know, you grow up, you think the police are your friends, and they're not really. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. They do. There are obviously benefits to the police, but um, if you're marginalised in any way, then they just sort of act as an oppressor, not as not as uh, protection. Unfortunately, but that's how it is. 
deep man yeah. <laughs> no no I it's, honestly a commendable, th- no. it's a commendable it's a commendable thing to to put your time into for real yeah i, I mean, think so yeah and worthwhile so super awesome. important yeah. i love that um yeah so and especially like traveling the world fun. yeah 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 traveling yeah, the world so you see it everywhere so it it makes sense that you're like this isn't just happening here this is everywhere so yeah it is it is and i think if you give you know giving people um some basic knowledge is quite empowering yeah. as well because such then you don't have to feel so like suffocated by circumstance you know yeah such a worth like a worthwhile thing to put your time into i lo- i really do love yeah. that um I, w- I would talk more about Amity, but I'm I'm pretty sure everybody knows anything there is that's ever been known to be known about Amity. So, um, yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd be surprised uh, at some of the interviews we do. Still. Oh, really? <laughs> Running through the same yeah. stuff. Oh man, we I think we it was it was like not not too long ago we our name was misspelled on a poster and we were just like, <laughs> we don't really, we don't, yeah, we don't really care. Like, it's, it's funny. I kind of like that like, better actually. That's like almost better yeah. than, yeah. It was like the Amity infliction and we were just like, that's... That's it. like, like, I mean, I know the name is, you know, it's, it's born of, of the uh, screamo years and yeah. it's funny, but, it's like that makes even less sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a secondary band you can have on the side, the Amity Infliction. Yeah, it's, like whole, it's a whole different route. Like, no, you never yeah. know where Inflicting you could go with that. Yeah, Maybe friendship. On I there. just wouldn't. I wouldn't sing in it. It would yeah. just be like Aaron doing death growls. Yeah, you just play <laughs> drums or something, and you all swap oh around. Oh my and, god. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the people want. Triggered. Yeah, triggered digital drums. So I just like do this. The whole the whole kit works. <laughs> See now, now we're onto something. This is probably the most productive yeah. interview we've had because we we're making Luke, progress. Yeah. In Luke the future. wants a cut now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. We'll we'll talk on the side about how to make this get to happen. So. Yeah, I'll just you know what I'll call Caleb and I'll, I'll get it started. <laughs> yeah, he'll be in. He's all in for sure. He can he can write uh, everything and uh, as he does and I'll I'll uh, he can teach me how to how to at least look poised properly. <laughs> you can do it. You can fake drum. Everyone can fake drum. You there was oh a there was a band at the festival know. yesterday. <laughs> I don't remember what they were called, but I guess Uh-oh. the whole thing is that they just play tracks and just fake it on stage. It was mind blowing. Yeah, I mean, they weren't like higher up or anything. I genuinely hmm. don't remember their name, otherwise I put them on blast. But um, yeah, gonna, they literally were just gonna... up there miming, and the bass player was just not playing what was being played. And I was like, oh. I didn't go and watch them, but someone was like, "You need to go and see this because it's really this is what they do, and it's really shocking." And I'm like, "What?" And everyone knows it, and that's like their thing. No, the fans don't because they put oh, the they mic live. <laughs> they put I would say something, but they put the mic live between songs, so they're talking to the audience between. I Is thought you meant that was like part of their I, I shtick could, uh, or something. I would, I would drop some fan names, but I genuinely so don't trouble. remember the name of them. I know it was. That's front- the juicy content we're it's after. This is like actually gotcha. Yeah. It's yeah. a gotcha podcast. It was fronted so. by a female. I, I would just be, I would just be like poking the bear. Yeah, it was front. Yeah. They're fronted by a female, so she huh. would talk talk to the audience in between. But I genuinely don't remember their name. So if you're looking at the incarceration festival, just look at Sunday and who fronts it by a female. I guess don't remember the name of their band. Oh, no. Um, anyway, so <laughs> this is the My Top 5 podcast. Uh, so what subject did you pick and why? You can well, say that I, look, I 
you, you. you fixed it. <laughs> yeah, did. well, you don't, you didn't bully me. I, I was just, uh, I'm not good at picking things like this. And um, I told you I was studying criminology, and you said serial killers, and I was like, yeah, sure, that's pretty uh, interesting. I don't. We've agreed that top five favorite is probably yeah. The we're one. not calling no, it no, top yeah. five top. We love serial yeah, killers. That's no. not the route we're yeah. going here. Um, yeah, before not. we start, I do want to say that um, obviously we have listed this as the most horrifying serial killers because serial killers are not good humans. And one of the podcasts I listen to that um, is about serial killers always start by saying that, you know, this isn't hero worship. So we are in no way doing that. We are probably going to talk about how horrific the, the humans are. Which, which one is that? Uh, it's called All Killer No Filler. Oh. It's two female British... It yeah, it's two female British comedians, um, and they talk about serial killers. But they are very adamant about it not being hero worship. They don't they don't like yeah. these people. They talk about how horrific their crimes are. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Did so you when, ever, did you ever listen to one called Real Crime Profile? No, I haven't listened. To, I love that I can hear the birds right. in the background right now. Yeah, by that way. sounds wonderful. It oh, yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, No, I haven't. I listen to Case File a lot, which is actually done by an Australian man. Oh, the dead, the deadpan man. Yeah, he he just literally just reads information. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I listen to Case File a lot. It's so strange, and no one knows what his name is in real life. He's just known as the unknown host, which I think is well. That's good because you know it's better than um, what was that guy who was like the first really big one, Um, an American guy. I don't know. I, I can't remember super what it was annoying. called, but um, yeah. Hang on, this is a great. true crime research one? device in front yeah. of you. Yeah. There was. I I used to listen to um, my favorite murder, and I just stopped early on because they became just unbearable to listen to. So if you listen to my fave murder, everybody. Get the fuck out uh, of here. That's um, Karen Kilgariff, <laughs> Kilgariff or which it is. used to be like Kilgariff, good, and then yeah. they started to believe their own hype, and I was like, oh, okay, see you later. Yeah, but they did she, have some um, funny lines in there, which was I commend them for. Yeah, she she said some really dumb shit as well at one point in Australia, and that's when I stopped listening. Yeah, like, I just, just stopped. Just super offensive. Yeah, she it's seems not, kind not of that ideal. way. Um, yeah, so before yeah. we start, we aren't glorifying any of these people. We are going to talk about this. Um, Luke, I don't know what, you're not really into true crime, so yeah, are you doing Yeah, I was this? just going to preface this with, this is not my area, so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Fleur and 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 Joel ride mostly on this one. But I am gonna play the game. I'm just gonna tweak the game. My game okay. is gonna be top five fictional serial killers. So I'm gonna take mine as like a not real people because I literally don't think I could make a list of five serial killers yeah. <laughs> except for like all the heavy hitters because it's just not like like Fleur and my wife are really into true crime stuff and I'm always like me and Caleb are like yeah we're gonna sit this out this is just not our thing yeah Caleb doesn't and know I, how I watch any of it <laughs> I understand oh, yeah. why people are into it it just like it makes me su- too sad and I'm just like I can't like listen to the gory details of this stuff so I, uh, no, I'm, I, I'm opting I, out. I wish I was like that. I know. I just don't have I, that in me. So, I, and I even struggled. I'll be honest. I struggled to get five fictional <laughs> ones because I don't even. I don't even like do movies. Like it's just not. My yeah, scene, he doesn't even like horror I'm movies. Gonna, I'm gonna make it happen for the sake of the show because I'm a I'm a ride or die. But I'm gonna let you guys, you guys drive um, this one. <laughs> are you like a comedy? Do you watch comedy? Yeah, I like comedy stuff, yeah, and I I'm a sports guy. And, yeah, I, I hate laughing. You hate comedy. laughing. You hate hate being. No, like I, I hate I hate I hate watching it. 
<laughs> I I find it I find it way funnier when people like recite it. Yeah. That's funny. So there are, there are movies I haven't watched that I know some lines. Oh, you just like people's lines. At, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. So like people only they only regurgitate the good stuff. So I will say true. One of my best friends is like, he grew up watching The Simpsons a lot and I never watched it. And so I know more Simpsons lines just from him quoting it than I do from even you having see? watched the show <laughs> at all. Yeah, so I totally see? understand what you're talking about. How funny. Yeah. Um, so what we'll do is we'll start at five, we'll work our way down to one. Um, Luke, I'll just start do, do you that want way to kick off my, my dumb ones out of the way. Yeah. All right. You're going to actually like this one, Fleur. I did this one for you, really. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to let you even expound on it. But number five for me, fictional, fictional, not real. Yeah. Uh, the Trinity Killer from Dexter, uh, a.k.a. John oh, Lithgow, a.k.a. So a wonderful villain who, in a wonderful show of which Fleur's going to blast me for because I didn't actually finish the show. But... Well, you finished that show. season though, and that I did was finish important. that season, which was yeah. stellar. And he's just a wonderful actor. Yeah. First of all, we our last episode, he we was, just he was, was, he was based on um, on Dennis Rader. Ah, see, you guys yeah. would know this. I wouldn't even know. Um, know. We did have the wonderful Julie Benz on, so yeah. just want to say from shout Dexter. out to her she from was, Dexter. She's wonderful. Um, but yeah, I mean, oh. he was the creepiest, creepiest yeah, out of all of the ones in Dexter. So well played. Amazing. He was amazing. like a double life for like 30 years was like his whole concept. And they were like hunting him. And they thought he wasn't even like a real, they thought it was kind of like mythical. They didn't like see he wasn't the connection a real guy, yeah, and, between and then all it the different out, things. Yeah. Wild um, stuff. But if, yes. you're, if you're a Dexter fan, he's he was the best villain and if me. you're not a dexter fan after having julie benz on and you just mentioning that you should definitely yeah, watch it especially watch up dexter. and to uh the end of season four afterwards yeah it got a bit dicey but you know up until season four season four was a magnificent piece of tv <laughs> dicey. dicey. <laughs> i like i like the uh the bbc model of like three seasons and then cut it dude uh, yeah. i love that and each I season honestly, is like yeah. four episodes or something yeah. i wish more american <laughs> yeah, because, shows did that because after season three it's it's mostly bad. I mean, yeah. there are some caveats, but mostly it's just horrible. <laughs> yeah. And I like I like that they do less episodes per season. That's starting to become yeah. That's a thing what I said. Now. Like there's like four yeah. episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's taking off in the states now. I think with like streaming, like ten episode seasons, eight episode seasons, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No more, no more uh, forty episode seasons. Twenty two network sitcom episodes every season. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's funny stuff. that you did start with him because actually my number five was BTK, which is Dennis Rader. Um, oh, there you go. Uh, I was just teeing it up for you guys. So yeah, he, you knew. Yeah. Um, he was actually active over a long period of time. They never really caught him, and he he was very vocal to leaving letters and sending letters and stuff to the police. It took them about thirty years mm. to catch him because he did go quiet for a long period of time. Um, a, boomer. Stu- a boomer. A boomer. He, he got- I mean, he got he got caught because he was a boomer. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, he he kept taunting the police, and I think he sent more letters, and then they got DNA. He sent a, and... uh, he sent a floppy disk. Ah, I don't didn't remember that. He sent a floppy disk, and he'd written it on the church computer, and they were like, they connected him through the church. Where this was. Well, it was written on Microsoft Word. And That's it was registered so funny. <laughs> no way. That literally like, is a boomer getting yeah, caught. Such so a like, boomer move. He got caught for being a boomer. Yeah. Oh, he he so would have been good. sweet. 
Yeah, because um, yeah, he, yeah, he was he was caught in two thousand and five. So yeah, by then floppy dinks, floppy dinks, floppy disks uh, were defunct. Um, two thousand five, he was sending floppy disks yeah. around. No way. Yes. What? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he started in the seventies. So do you blame him? <laughs> he was obviously yeah. old. Well, yeah, um, I do because he got caught. So yeah. he was he was a. Uh, a very awful human killed about 10 people well he was charged with the murders of 10 people um if you haven't watched mind hunter which is on netflix um it's all about the beginnings of the behavioral analysis unit for the fbi and um they actually have some real cases in the in the show david fincher does it so it's it's very dark. I actually have seen some of those a little um, bit of that and show. they start They're each really, episode really, good. really so good and it's on hiatus now because he said the audience wasn't big enough and i was like no yeah wow. um, really? which is really For frustrating sure. because a lot of the epi- most of the episodes open cold open with btk stuff um, which yeah. hasn't obviously come to a head because he he was on he was active for so long. Um, so what does BTK stand for? Uh, bind, torture, and kill. <laughs> he named himself yeah, that, how, which was even fun. nicer. Sign me up for that. Yeah. yeah um, how, do you, how do you like that? I love yeah, it. I can't I, get I, enough of it. I know. I was <laughs> like, all the people to ask is Luke, who hates this stuff, and he's going to be like, oh fuck, I wish I never asked. Oh, cool, 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 yeah. cool, 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 You're cool, like, cool, oh, cool, cool. Sad. Well, let's let's tell you some stuff. Let's, let's yeah. think about let's um, think about happy stuff. He was caught. He is in jail. I don't know if he's still alive. Um, but yeah, hor- horrifying I'll have a, human. I'll have a look. I got I got the laptop. Yeah. A lot a lot of people I've put on this because one of how they were caught. Although I didn't remember it was the floppy disk. So you've just made my day with that. Um, That's and, so funny. Um, yeah. So if if you're listening, you haven't checked out Mind Hunter, and you are interested in the, um, this stuff and the beginnings of the behavioral analysis unit, which I would love to work out. I think I'd be great. But um, <laughs> oh, he was he was uh, murdered. Oh, in jail. Nice. Someone killed him in jail. Good. Well, I hope they tied him up. But um, sounds like he deserved it. Sounds like he kind of deserved it. Um, so yeah, number five for me was that. And if you haven't watched Mind Hunter, watch it now. Hopefully they come back for season three. Joel, number five for you. Oh, that was also on my list. Love it. Oh. Maybe I can. I'll just I'll just pick someone up because I've, I've got them all here. Yeah. You've got so I'll many. <laughs> Yeah, there are I mean, a lot of zero killers to pick from, to be fair. I, I thought I'd put him at number five as well because he's like pretty typical. Yeah. My 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 favorite. My um the no. most interesting. It's one. hard to use the uh, right verbiage yeah. to talk about. Them. Yeah. Well, yeah, don't tell us the, all five the, just yet. No, I'm not going to. But I, okay. I, you know, I mean, he could be at number one. He's pretty. He's it's pretty disgusting. He's pretty. Yeah. I don't know. I he's find, a very I odd find guy. all of these. Most of these people I find to be pretty um, pathetic oh, at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. You know? Of course, like, always. <clears throat> yeah, like, and he's no different. He's probably one of the most pathetic, actually, um, and strange. But I do find it fascinating how he, he had, like, a full family. Yeah. And he was, like, active in his local church and just, Yeah. Living just, a, living a really normal life is so it's so mind blowing, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, um, he did yeah. go inactive. That he stopped for a, a long period of time, and they did suspect that he had had a family or something, and that's why. And he actually had, which is just crazy yeah. to think. 
that you yeah, could live that true life. They, yeah, they usually say like um, family, death, or in prison, right? Because yeah, they because don't they're stop like that. They otherwise. don't just stop. Yeah, so they either you know no. have kids or they die or they're in prison. Yeah. yeah. Who, who have you got at number four? Yeah, go on, Luke. Uh, me, I've got. Let's see. I went with Jigsaw from the Saw series. The guy oh, who did like seen the. Those. Yeah, I have seen those when I was younger, and that's probably why I don't like that stuff as much now. Because I was like, I don't really like. I'm too young for this. Why am I watching this? This is not good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, for life. <laughs> he uh, he uh, he did some crazy shit. Maybe people go through some games to prove that they don't appreciate their lives, and the only way they can appreciate their life is to beat that game. Which is pretty Do you wild. ever sometimes have that thought where sometimes I'd be like watching TV and being like, man, I'm having a really boring day. And then being like, oh, if he knows about this, I could be on the list because I'm not appreciating my Yeah, life. I like <laughs> I was thinking about because I was looking into I was trying to remember what all he did. And I didn't I re- didn't remember that he tried to kill himself in like the second movie. Like that was the backstory is that oh, he yeah. like got cancer and he tried to kill himself and he failed at committing suicide so then he like shifted his life's mission to making people appreciate their lives in the most fucked up way possible <laughs> so in the most wow. normal safe way so possible. that's my number four favorite serial killer that's fiction so yeah it's, it's crazy it's crazy they built a franchise on that because it started with yeah. a 10 minute short film right i think it's, so it's yeah. Two, yeah and then they made Australian the first movie guys. yeah yeah, two Australian guys made like a really, really B grade. Yeah, I guess I think all I, horror is B grade, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of the. I feel like that's the jam. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I actually don't hate those. As far as horror movies go, I don't like hate those because it's kind of just a lot of over the top blood and gore, which is like that doesn't mess me up as much. It's just like the really psychotic. I can't. Shit I, I, I like. I, I can't watch horror films. They scare the shit out of me. Yeah, me either. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like those ones yeah. I can do because it's just like over the top blood, not like it actually. I just, well, hate, I just yeah. hate all the all the cinematic tricks. They just I know. In my head and I'm yeah, like, I'm like, yes, this works, and I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't want to be scared in my home. Or no, thank you. I'm fine. <laughs> And also, Joel, it looks like you live kind of in the middle of nowhere, which is where when I first moved to America, we did too. And I was like, I can't live here. This is too scary. (laughs) No, there's like a house. house. Okay, so you have a neighbor. That's good to know. (laughs) You are safe. We have two. We have two neighbors. Yeah, there's one right there and one right there. As long as they don't turn on you. Yeah, you're safe. You're safe. Yeah, yeah. Um, My number four is something that I don't really want to spend a lot of time talking about because they were really horrific. But I just am so I guess my thing with all of this stuff is I really wanted to go back to school and study criminal psychology because I find that kind of I'm so fascinated by how these people end up being this way. Um, And if there is reasoning behind it or if, you know, nature versus nurture and all of that jazz. Um, But my number four is uh, British couple sadly uh called fred and rose west who um (sighs) were very awful and killed a lot of hitchhikers and a couple of their own children and um buried them under Mm. their own house and um yeah really really horrific things um and uh they they ended up having to demolish their house because obviously no one was ever going to live there ever again um 
but it, they, it was like very 13, strange. Thirteen bodies or something. Yeah, underneath like them? underneath yeah. the basement and underneath the patio. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. They just had to just, demolish the yeah. whole thing. Um, I don't remember how they. I should have checked how all these people got caught. I d- I have got a couple that I know how they got caught, but um, I don't remember how these guys got caught. I think it was because a girl had gone missing and her family were looking for her and. They had tried to cover tracks by sending like a, a postcard pretending to be her. And I think that led the police to them maybe. But um, yeah, they were they were late 60s they, to early 80s. So they were they were around for a bit doing they were, awful things. They but... were apprehended in 94. Oh, really? I thought it was late 80s. Mm. Wow. That's crazy. No, and, a lot, and to begin with, he... they thought it was just him. And then they realized yeah. that it definitely wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I think she became a lesbian in jail as well, strangely enough. Oh, yeah. She she just went that road (laughs) after she went to jail, I think. But, um, yeah, I think they stopped them from (laughs) writing. Yeah, to be fair. Um, I think they stopped each other from writing. Like, they stopped them from communicating and stuff. Um, A bit like... he killed uh, himself in the first year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, what a dick. Like... Mm. doing what you did and then not just I, there's nothing worse than I think that people do evil things and then just won't take the punishment you know so um, but yeah so yeah. Um, yeah terrible people don't really want to talk about them but um, they had to be in there because I, I they were a very like prolific couple in England and um, there was there was only there's not as many serial killers in the UK <laughs> Because we have less people, so, um, but, you know, um, so they they were one of the first serial killers that I'd ever really heard of, really, so um, their their story kind of stuck with me. It's just kind of haunting, the stuff they did. So, cheery, but mm. there we go. Joel, what's your number four? Excellent. <laughs> uh, Eileen Wannos. Oh, um, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never, I had, uh, I, I can't remember if I'd heard of her. I think maybe, like, on the periphery or whatever, until um, Charlize Theron did that movie, the movie Monster. Monster, yeah, yeah, oh. and um, yeah, amazing movie, amazing and movie. She, she transformed herself for that role. It was mind insane. blowing because Charlize Theron yeah. is drop dead gorgeous, and she beautiful, yeah. and she was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's a great actress. She's she so was, good. yeah, she put on the weight and bleached her eyebrows, and yeah, it was uh, yeah, pretty shocking. She, yeah, she really did it. But um, yeah, I, I um, just, she is just a perfect example of like a neglected human, um, I think, just at her wit's end, basically. That's that's sort of what I gather. Just, didn't um, she start by murdering guys that did terrible things to her? Yes, so I think I, she did, did that once. Yeah, and then she was like, you know and what, fuck all men. <laughs> yeah, she's like... I hate men, and uh, <laughs> yeah, um, and then yeah, she went on. She killed a bunch of people, at least seven, it says here. Nice. Um, and she got, in true American fashion, she received six death sentences. Wow. Yeah, Not getting out of that. Insane. But her, I've got her parting words here, and she said, "I'd just like to say I'm sailing with the rock." And I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus, June sixth, like the movie, Big Mothership and all. I'll be back. Wow. Oh, so okay. that sounds sane. 
totally normal. Totally, totally normal. (laughs) It just sounds like she kind of snapped one day and never looked back, doesn't it? Wow. No, Um, no. (laughs) Luke, three. Uh, Three. You're going to have to fill in some of the gap for me, Floor. So the true detective season one guy was sick. I don't remember a lot about it. I just know that that season was awesome. The the church stuff, yeah. Yeah, his, his name was, I looked his name up, it's Errol Errol Childress and it's that big dude who was also in the show Barry if you've seen Barry I can't remember his name I didn't do Mm. enough research for this it's bad but he was like really creepy and did a really wonderful job portraying like a creepy serial killer guy and I don't think you really found out about him until the end like they because they didn't find him until like the last episode I don't think they did that on every season didn't they I only watched season one that's perfect TV I don't think TV gets so good that season yeah. like that's why i don't have a lot to say about the dude because i don't really remember a lot but i just know that season of television was one of the best ever yeah and i wanted to yeah. like highlight it because it's that good and everyone needs to go watch it if they haven't like it is so good yeah. uh, i really McConaughey think and woody think, were just amazing yeah i think the general consensus is that uh, that's one of the more perfect examples of what tv should be yeah, yeah. and i just know just captured captured from the get-go and I remember there being like some wrong turns where they thought other people were the killer and those people were really creepy. And then that the, ultimately yeah. the guy that was creepers. the killer. Yeah. Love creepers. <laughs> he just was, the dude that actually was it was. I looked up his name. It's actor. Glenn Fleshler. Yes, that's his he name. Does, he has the he's word really flesh good, in his name. He's a really good actor. He's in some other stuff too. He's great. Um, I also really like season three of True Detective with Mahershala. I haven't watched that. Um, Is it good? Yeah, yeah, same, I, yeah I really enjoyed that season. I need to watch it. It was very good. Um, so yeah you definitely do but um, yeah I love like moody TV like that where it's a slow burn but in all the right ways yeah Um, it's really making you think and it's not just you know twists for the hell of it they yeah or like high action all the time it was like very thinking you had to think through a lot of it and try to keep up with where they're going and it was very intelligent television Um, my number three is uh, Richard Ramirez also known as the Night Stalker Um, I actually put this guy on because he, um, was, he was active in the summer of 1985. Um, and he did sadly attack a lot of older people, um, and obviously murder them and stuff. But, um, I I put him on because I just loved the way he got caught. There was, they were so adamant they were going to catch him. Um, someone survived and gave a really, really good detailed description and um of him and so they had this poster this wanted poster that looked just like him and i think he was sat on a bus and someone recognized him and so he immediately got off the bus and started giving chase and the person called the police they got off the bus called the police and he started running through a neighborhood and everyone was screaming they were like it's the guy it's the guy and so the entire neighborhood came out and just tackled him and apprehended like there was like 40 people just making sure that he didn't get free yeah this this entire neighborhood just banded together to make sure because he was terrorizing their neighborhoods so they were like we don't we don't want this guy anymore and so the entire neighborhood just took him down which i think is so epic I think by the time the police got there, they had to protect him. Yeah, they did. Yeah, because they were like beating him up because of what he'd been doing. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, this is like good for you. Like the entire. I wonder if people would do that now because you'd hear a commotion outside and probably be too scared to go out. 
but everyone was just like, fuck this, we're joining in and helping. And yeah, it was yeah. it was wild that he got caught that way. Depends depends where you are. You could just start screaming something unrelated, you know, like Democratic baby killer. And then uh... <laughs> And then people would come running. <laughs> people would come running, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> sad, sad but true. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so number yeah. number three for you, Joel. <laughs> um, Gary Ridgway, the okay, um, yep. the Green River Killer. Yep. Yeah. Um, who uh, I think quite famously Ted Bundy helped profile. Yes, he did. Yep, they went into jail to yeah. talk to Ted Bundy to try and understand oh, him. Which, which, yeah, which I, yeah, which I, I find super interesting because they were having no luck they they were um they were pretty much searching for all the wrong kind of people and then they got profilers in who said this is just going to be a normal normal guy and i think he had like a um like a regular ass car and he was like a mechanic or some shit like some just super super normal and ted bundy said the exact same thing and he was like he's going back to the bodies Hundred percent, and um, and so he was. So, I think yeah. I just watched a, a like a series about him recently, which is interesting. But yeah, he was a mechanic, and they actually yeah. pulled him in a few times based on stuff that Bundy and the profilers had said because they whittled it down, and they were like, "We need to talk to this guy." And for some reason, yeah. they let him go a few times. Um, and there was well, one he was policeman. Just super relaxed. Yeah, he was just so whatever yeah. about what he was doing. Um, yeah. And so they, this one policeman was adamant that it was him. And I think whatever I was watching, it was being played by Colin Hanks, which is weird. But um, maybe it wasn't Colin Hanks. He was just very adamant. He was like, I'm really sad. And the police chief was almost like, look, you've pulled him in twice. Stop bothering this man. Don't just leave him alone now. And he was like, I really think it's him. And they finally like connected all the dots. But yeah, isn't that strange that Ted Bundy was helping them? So weird. Yeah. I think it it's it is sort of strange that um like the other serial killers can understand what's happening. Yeah. And sort of pinpoint what they're doing. It's it's pretty Based crazy. Based on just the tiniest clues and stuff, yeah. yeah That's why yeah. I think profiling they, is so interesting. Yeah. I so <laughs> in the first semester this year I was I was uh, enrolled in um in a profiling class and I was like, yes, this is going to be so great. It was like forensic profiling. And then my other one was like, um, like an entrance course into criminal psychology. I was like, oh, it's going to be so great. I'm so interested in this shit. And I like looked at the first assessment and, um, it was a group assignment and I dropped it. (laughs) (laughs) To, uh, to be fair, group assignments are always the worst. <laughs> I was just so scared of having to work in a group. Like, I'm, I'm like old, you know, and a lot of these people at uni are, are like fucking 18, 19. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, it's going to be, I'm like fucking 39. And I'm just these, uh, like, they're like children to me. <laughs> so good. That's hilarious. And I've, I've already got like, um, despite my profession, like, some social anxiety issues, you know, yeah. and uh, and that was just too much for me. I was like, "Fuck that!" And then I found I could do a 
politics course and did that instead. <laughs> so the course of your learning changed all because of a group project. Just noped right out. Yeah. Just noped right out. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, no, no thanks. <laughs> um, I will oh. say that whenever I watch like something like Criminal Minds, more often than not, they go to wherever they are in the country and they're like, you're looking for a white male in his early th- in his 30s and it's like oh great yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much every yeah, episode yeah. is like he's aged between 30 and 40 and you're like oh here we go yeah. again it's so just me I'm just the serious. profile of all of these people <laughs> yeah white that, male that 30s <laughs> yeah partly written by a, an ex-profiler yeah it is yeah which is yeah. interesting yeah but yeah no I, I mean more often than not that that's that's very accurate so they have to like you know, dis- display that in the show because it's accurate, but it's just like yeah. a bit disheartening to be like, oh gosh, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, white white men killing everybody. <laughs> the lives of, yeah. yeah. More, <laughs> okay. of yeah. more of that. More of that. Luke, two for you. Uh, I feel like I had to go with uh, Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Maybe it's up for debate oh. whether he was actually a serial killer or not. Spoiler oh yeah, alert. it was all yeah, the spoiler alert. Yeah. I would say yes, but for the sake yeah, of my fictional argument, it's already fictional, so I'm just doing a fictional of a fictional. Fictional in the fictional but, part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, layers, layers. To it. I've talked about this movie before on other episodes that we've Have done, we? but yeah, we did it with. Uh, I oh, think it was. With, I don't remember at all. Yeah, it was. It was with because I was opting out of I think it was with Keith like uh, opting out of horror movies or something uh, I don't Keith know Buckley. Yeah. yeah I think it was maybe that but uh but he's, yeah he's a horror movie guy yeah he's yeah. super into them he chose huge, horror movies yeah huge into it I was shocked <laughs> yeah I know right you know, that, uh, you know that uh that music video they did with the fucking werewolves or whatever yeah yeah he's funny but Bro, yeah. that, that whole band is like that's a band of comedians who are very smart. They're so, so intelligent. It's, so they're intelligent. So intelligent. Yeah. It's crazy. They're brilliant. Yeah, it's just yeah. like it's just like holy shit, you're all so smart and fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous it's mind people. blowing. Yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay, yeah, so anyway. you picked Patrick Bateman. Okay, American interesting. Psycho, Trish, great film. Christian Bale was amazing as him. Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I said, I thought I thought you were saying Kristen Bell and like mixing Kristen Bell and <laughs> oh, Christian no. Bale together. No, I, like, definitely just two based people. On how you said, just how you said, you, to me it sounded like Bell. I was like, it's so Christian funny. Anyway, Bale. Christian. Do you know that Bale. Leonardo DiCaprio was going to play that role? Really? I didn't yeah. know. He opted out because he didn't want, uh, he'd just done Titanic, I guess. And I don't think he was a bit like, I don't know if this will ruin my demographic straight away if I do this. Oh, what a! But you know what kind of ruins his demographic is <laughs> that his demographic it. for women has stayed in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's gotten older and they've stayed the same. Age. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, the plateaus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, this yeah. is it for me. This is the good age. Yeah, <laughs> he's stuck right there. Yikes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, um, no, Christian Bale was brilliant in that role. Oh, yeah. Very good. It's amazing. Amazing. Such mm. a good movie. Um, uh, yeah. this, this must be before his, uh, his onset. Um, it was a long time yeah. before the breakdown, yeah. 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 Was that on Batman? Yeah. Was that on one of the Batman? It might have been Batman. I don't remember. I don't know. I, didn't, I, I, I remember 
not being shocked and wondering why everyone was surprised that this insane method actor. He's always seemed like a crazy ass dude. So. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah I think he gets into character like, yeah, like six months before his role starts. Yeah. He doesn't break method. it. When he played Dick Cheney, like that, that was insane. Oh my God. I mean, that, a- that was nuts. He gained so much yeah. weight for that. He looked, he, I mean, he was like a different human. Totally. Yeah. I mean, he played a role in a movie called The Machinist where he literally survived oh, on like a, a grape a day or something, he said. So, uh, yeah, he was an apple. One, one an apple, apple that was what it was. I, uh, yeah. I just did him, like did him grape. a grape. <laughs> grape, a single grape. It's not much better, but. I did him dirty there. I said it was a grape instead of an apple. <laughs> one little grape. Imagine. <laughs> No oh, apple for you, buddy. Apple's too <laughs> much. Too, big. too much. There's way too much food. Cut it right down. Too much. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Little, putting on a little weight there, buddy. <laughs> Get back on that grape diet. Um yeah. I uh am betting the rules a little for my number two, and I am doing uh Jim Jones because I find oh. um cults very fascinating and how people get sucked into that and believe what they believe and don't realize that they're part of something that is like that it is truly mind-blowing to me um and i put jim jones in there because if listeners you don't know because i saw a debate happening on twitter the other day where people didn't know what the phrase drink the kool-aid meant um so yeah no idea how Hmm. people don't know that but if you don't know jim jones was um a cult leader for something called the People's Temple. Um, and when they were starting to be told in America that, you know, it was looking, they were, they were a bit worried about their freedom of speech um, and the practices they were practicing. <laughs> sounds familiar. <laughs> I know, it sounds so familiar right now. It's horrifying. Um, they He upped and moved them all to Guyana in Southern America um, on a piece of land um that they called Jonestown. Um, And there was like a thousand people there that went with them. And um, they were creating their own food, living all together as a community. And by all accounts, they said that they were doing great. But on closer inspection, they obviously were all basically starving to death and were having a terrible time because they were doing hard labor from six in the morning till like, you know, 10 p.m. at night and getting one grape to eat. (laughs) Single grape. (laughs) They were on the single grape diet. (laughs) Um, And then um, a congressman went to inspect, flew out there to inspect because so many of people's families were worried about them saying, like, I'm really worried that they're, they're just we don't know what's happened to them so he flew out there to check on them and then um was leaving to fly home and uh jim jones had sent people to just shoot them dead so because he was worried that everything was going to go badly for them um and then he then proceeded to tell them all to drink cyanide laced drink i guess i was going to say kool-aid but it wasn't kool-aid um but uh something similar it it had kool-aid Oh, did it? I I, I always just thought it was a general term. Um, But uh, so. No, I think he he made big things of Kool Aid. Yeah, and then they just were forcing. And actually, um, the the strange thing is, is that throughout throughout their entire time, Jim Jones voice record would voice record everything. So there's Mm. literal tapes from Jonestown of him and his ramblings. Because by the end, he was on a lot of drugs and wasn't very coherent and didn't really know where he was most of the time. 
Um, mm. And um, yeah, so it, it, they once they went through everything, they discovered that to begin with, they were actually forcing people to take the cyanide if they didn't want to. That, that like you couldn't opt out. He was like, "We're all we're all going to die together and be in a better place." But he wouldn't let anyone mm. who didn't want to do it not do it. So they would literally hold a gun to someone until they took the cyanide, which is mind blowing to me. That was yeah, and that was like a literal uh, women and children die. Yeah, they yeah he situation. was he, yeah it was yeah. the opposite of what's meant to happen. He he <laughs> got them to yeah. give it to their children first, which is horrifying. Yeah. Um, and actually, around nine hundred people died that then day. The men. Yeah, yeah, the men went last, and actually mm. he didn't drink the cyanide at all. He was found with a gunshot wound in his head, which they think. Uh, his assistant did. And what is even more mind-blowing is that they had people that weren't on that site that day, but over radio they told him it was the end and that they should be doing the same. And there was a few people who were miles and miles away that also killed themselves because mm. they thought that everyone was doing it. So, yeah, um, yeah very, very sad. I'm just ve incredibly... The psychology behind like how you get caught up in these things is so mind-blowing to me. I mean, Luke, what was the podcast we listened to about... Um, Nexium, escaping Nexium. Uh, yeah, oh uh, my it's, God. it's un uncover or something. Yeah, like uncover. That. Uh, yeah. It was yeah, so yeah, annoying yeah. to me because she's literally like, and then we were doing this, and then they were bratting me, and I still stayed, and I didn't think yeah. I was in a cult. And then one day I realized, and I'm like, how could you have not realized? But people, you just don't know. Like people get sucked into these things. Um, they break, they break them down. Yeah, truly, until they self-reliant yeah. on what that what they're a part of. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, I put Jim Jones in there because so many people died. And I technically, I mean, technically he's a serial killer because he was to blame for all of it. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, biggest mass suicide in history, I think. So um, crazy. Yeah. And, and honestly, like murder whole, suicide, really. Yeah, you could do a whole episode on cults, really. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I've got so much to say yeah. about cults. Um, I, th I do have there's, a new book to read called Six, Year Six Years with God, which is by someone who escaped Jonestown. So I'm going to start reading that oh, soon. Oh, wow. But, um, wow. Yeah, people that actually managed to leave. And like there were a couple of people that managed to run off and hide in the forest. And mm. uh, yeah, so there are survivors. Um and their accounts are, are very interesting. There is there is another podcast called Transmissions from Jonestown, but it's just done so badly. It's it's really frustrating. Um, but it's it is it is interesting <laughs> to hear. Yeah, no, it's really like yeah. edited so strangely. It's terrible, but um, yeah, so fascinating and so sad because a lot of them were um, uh, like poor people from poor backgrounds and things like that that mm -hmm. he initially wanted to really help, and then he just lost it. So there we go. Okay, sorry, I'm talking too much yep. about Jim Jones. Well, Number two for you, Joel. Uh, Pee Wee Gaskins. Have you Who's heard of that? Him? No, Pee Wee. Pee Wee Gaskins. Yeah. So he was um, he was this small, small man. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pee Wee, as it were. I, I, he had short yeah, man syndrome. I, I heard of him. Yeah, I heard of him because of this um, podcast. Let me pull the podcast up. But it was fascinating because this guy was like, uh, oh, Pee Wee Gaskins was not my friend, it's called. Oh. Um, because he was he was basically like this walking paradox. He, um, he like took some kids in and raised them as his own and protected them, but then murdered, <laughs> murdered a couple of them. Oh. And... Um, 
Yeah, he was just super, super violent from from being young. His stepfather used to bash him, and so he just started bashing everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he, as he grew up, he just kept. He was like the terror of the town, kind of thing. Um, Even though he was just constantly. <laughs> yeah, so he he lived in Appalachia, um, so he was like the kind of. Uh, poster child of what people see as like the crazy hill people yeah oh uh, you know uh, I mean? yeah that makes sense yeah 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 so uh i'm just reading here um he picked up a female hitchhiker in north carolina and got angry when she laughed at his sexual propositions so mm. he beat her until she was unconscious raped sodomized and tortured her oh um and then he buried her in a swamp or buried you know yeah. Through, through her in a swamp. Yeah. So he was... Um, the fragile really, male ego, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. So Could after that, though, he sure. kind of... Um, yeah, he just started killing everyone after that. But yeah, <laughs> mainly, mainly like a... Just started killing from there. <laughs> yeah, mainly just like a pathetic little man who... Um, who hated women. Yeah, had a chip on his shoulder about yeah. women rejecting him probably, which is how a lot of it starts Yeah, usually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then he, he tried to he tried to um, enlist some help because he killed three people and couldn't move them. At once? Um, yeah. Blimey. Yeah. He, was like a, he was like a super psycho Yeah, person. super nuts, like just yeah. A crazy, just a crazy violent person. Um, yeah, and then when he enlisted this other guy, it sort of led to his downfall, basically. Yeah, I bet. But, uh, yeah, he, you know, tiny, tiny little man. Um, and then in, in prison, he uh, kept killing people. Oh, really? Man, he had a yeah, rage boy. problem. Jeez. Man. Yeah, because, well, he, was, he would get hired by, like, the, um, what do they call themselves? Like, the hillbilly... They're like the hillbilly mafia kind of thing. Oh, God, I have no, no idea. idea. <laughs> yeah, like, like they I didn't know would that hire existed. Him. Yeah, they, um, he wasn't yeah, put into like isolation. A, they just let him ke- keep killing people. The, the Dixie, the Dixie mafia. Oh, oh wow. okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Which is just hillbillies. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. They're well, kind of they're kind of portrayed in in Ozark, you know. Oh, yes, 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 yes. What yeah, a great show! Yeah. So, I think the Dixie Mafia are actually in that. It's not the neighbors, but it's the um the guy that runs the trucking company or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the yes, Mafia. that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. So he would get hired to kill people, and uh, and he just kept doing it in prison. Damn. This is mind-blowing to me that he yeah. could just keep getting away with it. They wouldn't have put him in isolation. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he, he, got, uh, he got executed, and uh-huh. on the day he was meant to be executed, he slit his wrist to try and avoid it. But it um, didn't wow. work, so he went to the electric chair with sore arm. Oh, uh, my God. God, God what an mm. end. Jeez. Yeah. Man. Yeah. What a story. Okay, Luke, number one. There you go. Uh, number boy. One. Well, how do you follow all that? Um, number <laughs> one. Uh, so number one's the most intense serial killer in the fictional space. Uh, it's the very 
It's very intense. Uh, it's the Scranton Strangler from The Office, uh, <laughs> who is the uh, infamous serial killer that Toby uh, sat on the jury for. And some people think it might actually be Toby. There's I was going to say, didn't, theories didn't they think about it was it Toby? Being Toby. <laughs> I can't say whether or not that's true, but that's probably the most intense serial killer we're going to be talking about today. So that's do they, easily number one. What do they one. cover from that? They just mention him and he's on the front of newspapers and stuff? Uh, he's basically referenced over the course of a couple seasons as like this, like you just know he's out there and he's like, he just jumps out and strangles people, basically, <laughs> and that's like, how they, ah! he kills them, but they can't figure out who it is. And then they finally get him and Toby has to go on trial to like, <laughs> he's like part of the jury. Uh, like, and Oh he, my God. It finally up, makes he, him interesting because he's got yeah, then they, Yeah, that's all he ever wants to talk about is being on that trial. It's like the notorious you know, thing going on in Scranton. Like everyone references the Scranton Strangler all the time. It's like just everyone knows <laughs> oh it's out there. God. I wonder if Joel's watched like The doc. Office. <laughs> no, I haven't. I was going to say, because um, you don't like the comedy. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a dark joke within Amity because uh, our old photographer and Aaron lived in uh, Brunswick in Victoria, in yeah. Melbourne. And there's a, this guy, the Brunswick Strangler. <laughs> and he's... Yeah, he uh, runs around like he hasn't murdered anyone. He's really strange. He like just, just goes women while they're jogging just, and like just chokes you for a little. And, while. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we we were on tour and were at some point someone just said, "Hey, it's crazy. There's been um, no attacks since we've been on tour." Oh my um, God. <laughs> yeah. <Boy. laughs> It's not oh ideal. God. Not ideal. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're as uh, light-hearted as some <laughs> other band. There's some. There's some problematic darkness. Oh, yeah, that's real shit. Dark. That's real shit. Okay, yeah, so yeah. my number one is a dark one, <laughs> um, but uh, it, it is because of the way he got caught, which I think is very interesting, um, and that is the Golden State Killer. Um, this guy literally only got caught like three years ago now, three or four years ago. And yeah. he was active throughout the whole of the 70s and 80s. Um, he did stop and they were like, we don't know why he stopped. But it turned out when they caught him that he had a family. Um, but he was a police officer, um, which they like kind of were like, they kind of thought he might have been at one point. Um, but... Um, the way they finally caught him after doing so many horrific things that he did was that um, someone who was related to him, I think like a great niece or something, mm. sent in her DNA to one of those DNA websites to be like, who are, who am I kind of thing. And um, surprise. yeah, surprise, <laughs> your granddad or great uncle is a, one of the most prolific oh. serial killers of all time that has never yeah. been caught. So, um, yeah, she entered her DNA into one of those, like, bases. And because you sign something when you give that away, that the police can use this, they managed to... No. Oh. No. Not on all of them. That on that one, they had. Really? Yeah, that's why that they could the use first, it. Was that the first case where that happened? Yeah, it was, yeah. Was he the first one? And now they're like, please let us use this. Yeah, because not all... Like, if it had been, like... Um, 
four Ian Me or whatever it's called. I don't know what they're called. There's one that's really common that the police aren't allowed to access. 23, is it 23 Yeah, 23 and Me. Me. I don't know what it is. Um, there's one that not all of them, the police can use your DNA, but the, because she entered it into the one where they actually could, they finally got yeah. a hit off the DNA and they by, by elimination, they were able to discover him. Um, yeah. I, wow. The guy that started that, particular fight I can't remember what it's called but he was just a hobbyist and then it turned into that crazy big database it started on like uh, one of those like weird sort of backwater internet forum kind of things Mm. that's how it all started yeah wow yeah imagine um, that that was that was that was fucking crazy yeah if she had entered her DNA into any of the other ones the police wouldn't have been able to check it against anything but because it was the one specific website that she used they were like we don't know how Mm. we got so lucky with this um and i will say that the only other thing that ever stuck out to me about the golden state killer apart from obviously i mean he he did some really scary stuff um was that everyone used to talk about how he had a micro peen he had a micro penis super teeny tiny teeny teeny tiny penis Um, yeah that was his thing so now the whole world knows that Yikes. Joe D'Angelo, whatever he's called, has a teeny tiny fucking penis. So it sucks yeah. to suck, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Really, really mental. Completely See, mental. Small man syndrome. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah it, it just, I don't know what, it, when Case File covered this case, uh, if you've ever listened to Case File, like we, uh, me and Joel were talking about it earlier, is that the host literally <laughs> is just reading information, deadpan, doesn't yeah. show any emotion. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he when he literally kept repeating from all the reports, they said he had a small penis and smelled really bad. <laughs> and I was like, but the yeah. but he was always like that, talking about how small this guy's dick was. And I was like, good for you, man. Just yeah. mention it as much as possible. Brutal, <laughs> brutal. Because <laughs> you know that guy is like not vibing with these people. And yeah, he's just at all. Like yeah, talking about them. Yeah, and he's, so he's just like. Fuck this dude! I'm just gonna talk yeah. about his small, small dick the whole time. <laughs> I'm gonna it's mention like, it as like, much is, as possible. What is, yeah, like what? Is, what is the thing this guy is probably most self conscious about? It's like his tiny little dick. <laughs> it's like I, I would assume that that a lot of men who have perfectly normal average size penises probably are worried about the size of their dick, and this guy had a micro penis. Yeah. So, when you hear the word micro penis, I mean, you're like, oh god. <laughs> Um, there is an amazing book called I'll Be Gone in the Dark by Michelle McNamara, which yes. covers all of this. Um, and they actually did a TV series out of it where they had the detectives from the time from like the 70s who were just livid that they had never caught him. Um, sadly, she died before they actually caught him. But um, yeah, so they Patton, caught him. Patton Oswalt's, Patton Oswalt's wife? ex-wife. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah well, not, yeah. just not ex-wife, just... Uh, not not, not by not divorce. Current wife, by yeah, death. not by divorce. Yeah. She's uh, yeah. yeah, she's Widow. his widower, yeah. Um so um yeah. Uh so if you want to know more about him, it's it is very um the stuff he did is very scary. So anyway if you look up any of these people, please be aware that there is some very horrifying things they do. Especially people. the Scranton Strangler. Especially the Scranton Strangler. <laughs> so uh Joel, who is your Ooh. number one? Have you ever lived in Scranton? No. God no. <laughs> I've been there. I've never lived there. <laughs> Sorry, I've, Pennsylvania. I've I, I know. I never want to go there again. <laughs> but I will. You're not missing much. But I will. <laughs> I know. It sucks. Um, so my number one is uh, 
is this guy called Israel Keys. Um, yes. I'm not sure if you've I heard, have heard of him. him yeah. yeah. Absolutely insane. Um, probably like, I don't, oh wow. I'm just, I've just pulled up his Wikipedia page and something I've never, uh, never oh, known about him. Uh, <laughs> on weekends, he was reported to drink heavily, consuming entire bottles of his favorite drink, wild turkey bourbon. So cheap taste. Keys uh, was also a fan of the hip hop duo Insane Clown Bossy. Oh God, he was an ICP fan. Wow. Full juggler. Dude, He's he a juggler. A juggler. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, anyway, he he would like go to places. Um, he would he would fly to like Chicago from Alaska, um, steal a car, drive to a small town, rob a bank, buy things with cash like uh, his little kill kit, and then bury them. Somewhere, yeah, I remember. That and just thing. and just write down the GPS coordinates, and he wouldn't go back there for sometimes for two, three years. Wow. And um, and then he would go back and pick up his kill kit, and then choose a family to kill, mm. and he or person, sorry. And um, yeah, he got he got cocky and and killed someone in Alaska, and then um, got caught not long after. Yeah. So he so he would like yeah. I don't remember that he flew somewhere because there was another serial killer that was like a trucker who would only kill obviously not when he was at home but I'm guessing so he just did mm. that for so he would did he fly all over America or did he go to specific places do you remember? Yeah, he would fly he would fly um all over. Um and then yeah, he uh but he never he never used anything but cash, but I think with the last murder, he used their ATM card or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he'd stored her in his shed at his house. Oh. And like, he had a daughter and a wife. Um, yeah. Jesus. Really, really yeah. insane. I will say and a he's lot- like probably, he's probably like the biggest asshole of, of all of them that yeah. I've encountered. Like when he, when he got caught, he was just like, you don't know anyone, any, or you don't know anything that yeah. I've done, yeah. and you're only going to know what I tell you, oh. and I'm not going to tell you. God, everything. they're the worst when they're like that. Yeah, so he gave up like a few, and then he killed himself. Fucking hell. So, just, um, just super pathetic. Yeah, the, I will say a lot of these, like, people are always like, why were there so many serial killers in the 70s and 80s? And I'm like, one, the term had only just come about, and two... Um, yeah. the police didn't talk to each other so different states didn't share information there wasn't like a central database because it's before technology um, so it yeah. was obviously a lot harder to to catch people but that's why he got away with it for so long because different states weren't sharing the information mm-hmm. so he was doing the same yeah. thing in these places and they were just confused but they they didn't share the information which is so mind-blowing and, and a lot of them would get like protective over it like even like with the Golden State Killer Two counties next yeah, to each other didn't precinct, didn't precinct. want yeah precincts didn't want to share information because they wanted to be the ones to catch the person. That's it's crazy. like yeah. this is mind blowing. You're like playing with people's lives because yeah. you just can't be bothered to work together. You That's know, really sad. crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's fucking pathetic, man. It's so, so and pathetic. you know what? It's all it's all male ego. Bet they so had some micro preventing. <laughs> yeah, it's like preventing the male ego riddled serial killer yeah. <laughs> yeah. from being it's... caught. 
That's not fragile. Yeah. Fragile. And you know, they like they mostly they mostly attack women. There's not there's not too many that attack men. You know, so yeah. it's just like men getting in the way of men being caught doing manly things. For women. <laughs> yeah. It's the most man thing, you know. God bless yeah, men. Just, just <laughs> If we've learned anything today, it's that men are great. White men (laughs) are the worst. White men are great. Yeah. I mean, we just keep kicking goals. It's uh, it's (laughs) own goal after own goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so obviously that wasn't a very cheery subject, but nice we did, and cheery. Guys. Yeah, we did speak. Luke, you gave us some light relief in there, and there is I'm here some for interesting. Comedy. I'm here for there the is comedy. some interesting things to be learnt from it, and obviously go and read if you have the stomach and or are interested in that stuff, because um, uh, the situations are usually the most interesting thing, or how they got caught in the end, and things like that, which I think is the most important bit. Obviously, that's, that's my that's my favorite part is usually how they how they finally yeah. like. When the Trapped penny when the penny drops, it yeah. seems to happen quite fast. Yeah, you know what I mean. They it's suddenly just go one go. little all just unravels. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like one little fuck up, and the, and they they pretty much think like all of them, bar a few, they're just like they're going to fuck up at some point, yeah. and then when they do, they get caught. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So for people that because there obviously are unsolved um, things and ones that have never been caught, like the Zodiac one, Killer. Um, yeah. Long Island, Long yep. Island serial killer. Yep. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so hopefully you haven't been affected too much by what we've spoken about tonight. We are going to end with a couple of questions to um, lighten the uh, mood. Originally, you were asking about um, top five music videos. Do you know what um, your number one would have been if we'd done that subject? I'm just curious to that. Oh, dear. Because <laughs> I was going to change it to rock music videos, which for me probably would have been something like Queen. I want to break free for rock music, but um, I don't I, know. I if... don't like Queen. I've, I've never watched a Queen music video. Oh, really? In my life. Interesting. Yeah, can't stand them. Oh gosh, don't tell Caleb. He loves Freddie Mercury. Well, <laughs> oh, can't can't tell. Um, <laughs> he, but he's Caleb's also a bit of a musical genius, and so has a bit more of an appreciative ear than me. <laughs> That's nice of you to I, say. I don't, I, don't, I don't play any instruments. But he's, he's, it's true. He's like listening to different things, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot a lot of um, brilliance going on in their music. Whereas I'm just like, yeah, it's cool that he was gay and flamboyant. I like that for him. <laughs> but I, it's, I just... That I just went into their music. Fucking, Which is fine. Just, They're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. something. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, I just didn't get into it. I don't know. You know what? You have experiences in your life where someone will tell you how good something is and yeah. you can't stand that person. Yes, <laughs> so just absolutely. And then it's just done. It's never coming back because you're like, oh, it's like a bad it's just smell. Gone. Yeah. 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 I, no, I, I, yeah. I absolutely know what you mean. So do you have any idea it's about like, your favorite music video or? Uh, no, not not off the top of my head. I let me think. Have a think while we ask the other uh, couple of questions that got sent in. Yeah, um, uh, your favorite Australian food, something that you miss when you travel. Oh. So when you oh, see, I'm a Marmite girl. <laughs> yeah, I like I like all the all the mites. All the really, mites. I, I find Vegemite just, a bit too thick. Well, Marmite spreads better. Do you have better. enough butter with it? 
No, I just mean like Marmite is just more spreadable than Vegemite. It's just a bit thick. Did you see Tom yeah, Hanks's... You've got, a problem. <laughs> you've, you've got a problem with the spreadability of... Wow. <laughs> spreadability bias. <laughs> it's a factor. It's a factor. Did you see Tom yeah, Hanks's I mean... post when he was having Vegemite in Australia and his toast, he'd like basically spread so much his toast was just black and everyone was like, whoa, calm down. <laughs> yes. No, I love that. That's, that's how... That's how mine goes. I love Marmite so much. Ooh. Spoonfuls of it. I do know my favorite music video. Ooh, I what is it? I believe I couldn't, I couldn't uh, remember this. It is a Foles video. Okay. Um, uh, I'm really bad with song names, believe it or not, for someone who is a... Uh, <laughs> In the industry a bit. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh wait, he found it. It's called Exits. No. Oh, okay. No. I gave up. No, I um, Okay, Amazing. Joel, we're going to have to say goodbye. Yeah, Just it. say goodbye. We're we'll add it in at the, the end. <laughs> we're cutting you off. <laughs> this is not good right. content. You're we're going to have to off. cut it down. You've been cut off. It's bad content. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm Thank sorry, you for joining right. us Thanks today. Thank you for joining us today. It's nice um, out with you. It was really awesome to meet you. And uh, your yeah. home looks amazing. And I, it does. And I know yeah. you are stuck in Australia and you can't do music right now, but I'm so happy you have the beach and it's beautiful there. So, um, silver, definitely, silver jealous. Yeah. definitely jealous of that yeah. part. Hopefully, mm. um, things will get better for you real soon and we'll be able to see you live yeah. again. I certainly hope so. All right. Thank you for joining us Bye, today. Guys. Bye. See ya. All right. See ya. <laughs>